What's going on, y'all? Hey, hey, it's your boy, J.H. Gibbons. And it's Will C. And we got to welcome you to another episode of the Acromus Podcast. Happy Sunday. We made it again. We made it through such a, a, a ridiculously difficult week. As you can see, my eyes are halfway shut. Even though, uh, even same though here. the rest has been well, man. I know the rest has been well, but my goodness, I'm still recovering from, from quite a hellacious week, man. How, how is it for you, man? What Anything big happened or anything, man? I, all I know is that I'm halfway exhausted. Uh, yeah, it, it has been a productively busy week times five. Uh, <laughs> I have not to interject like work-wise, but uh, there yeah. was a point at some point in the week uh, where I had a meeting that was about four or five hours. And then I overlapped that meeting into an additional two other meetings. So mm. I w- went for an equivalent of maybe seven hours of, oh of a consistency of meetings. Um, and that's not even including the morning part. I don't know why a lot of businesses do that. They, they think having six, five or six hour long meetings in one stretch is productive or somehow efficient or effective. I gotta tell you what, after the first hour, you lost me. That the, <laughs> the other, the next five, I don't know what's going on. I'm just sitting in a room. I'm brain dead. Like, it's just, it's like a mariachi band playing in my head while you're just up there presenting whatever you're presenting. It's like, da, 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 da. that's all that's going on in my mind. So and yeah, you're you're it's exactly what's happening. I'm on, I'm on a, I'm on a beach somewhere. I'm in Cancun, man. I, I've completely <laughs> checked out. So, I mean, I, you know, they, they're going to have to get that together. And it's not, I know, I know it's not just for you. It's, it happens to be sometimes it happens with all other businesses around where I'm sure it's happened to you guys out there too, where you're just, you're in a meeting. I mean, I got five hours. I would not be able to survive. You would have lost me after one. The other four <laughs> would adjust. I'm just there and there's buzzards flying around my carcass. That's, that's what have, would have happened. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's been, yeah, nah, I would have not gone with that. But on, on another note, I think it's, it's, it's good to say that the feedback that we received from our last episode, Trust and Relationships, has been tremendous. We want to thank all of you out there for, for getting involved, being involved in our community, reaching out, you know, letting us know what you loved about it, what you wanted to hear more of, and we promise we'll bring it to you. Again, Absolutely. this is a community. We're having conversations. We're getting to know each other more. We're building up. We're being more productive. We're building healthy habits and we're all in this together, man. So again, we want to thank you. Trust and relationships was a hit. I loved it. My brother yeah. loved it. People who listen loved it. And I hope you all loved it as well. Yeah. Round of applause for them, for everyone, please. Just, just thank you for being a part of that. Uh, I've, I, I, you know, we, we, we've had people reach out to us that we know personally as well about this, uh, about that conversation. And, and it just it was near and dear to everyone because it was something that was really relatable. Um, And, you know, moving into the episode for this week, which we're going to discuss about fear of failure is something that everyone can resonate with as well, because it's something we all go through and uh, battle daily. Right. Every second, just about where you you are in your own mind. Yeah. What do you say, Jay? Yo, I mean, you know, fear to me, it's like it's like this crippling feeling of something going absolutely wrong 
it sort of it sort of ties itself in with like anxiety you know what i'm saying like if you have a if you have a big meeting coming up and you're the presenter and you got to, you know, present maybe your financials for uh, this past quarter, or you have a big, pre- you bet a big sales presentation coming up for a meeting. And, you know, right before you get on, your palms start getting a little sweaty, your knees start jittering a little bit, you start, you start, you, your mouth starts getting a little clammy, you need a glass of water. All these things happen because of this crippling thing that just holds on to you of, of, constantly thinking that something is going to go terribly wrong and you know what what when trying to define what what fear is that's that's to me how i see it i see it as something that's it's it's it can cripple you if you let it it can destroy you if you let it it can it can harm your future if you let it it can it can make it so that you don't allow yourself to take advantage of the opportunities that are out there because you have this crippling feeling that something's going to go terribly wrong, right? Oh man, if I, if they give me this promotion, I may fall flat on my face. People might look at me as an imposter because I'm not as experienced as the next guy. Or, you know, if I, if I decide that I want to get my driver's license, I might die in some fiery car accident and I'll never be able to drive again or walk again or live again. So it's, to me, it's this, crippling feeling of something going terribly wrong that's that's how i feel what 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 fear what fear is and 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 what it could do to somebody if they let it do it to them absolutely um yeah i I think everything you said um holds true as it relates to fear uh if i were to be able to add anything as to what fear would mean to me uh is it's a restraint against oneself. Mm. Uh, it's a restraint against being the best version of yourself that you can be, regardless of, of any circumstance, uh, in fear of the outcome, in yeah. fear of not being enough. Uh, where it's one of those things where I like to go deeper into it and just mm. um, take it into comparison. Um, I think we touched base a little bit towards the ending of our last episode on that, mm. where um, it's you know truly a reflection of oneself like the, the um, ability to, to look inside yourself, see yourself like you're facing a mirror. You see that the best version of you, but you don't feel as though it's attainable uh, because there are obstacles that are in your way to right. stop you from getting there. And uh, because you are thinking that maybe you aren't enough, you or don't even bother to take the step because you say, why bother? Mm-hmm. Right. Because in your mind, you've already planted the seed of doubt. Right. And then as that grows, you start to harvest that doubt. Mm-hmm. And in harvesting that, you know, you're only going to get in what, you know, what you've what you've planted. And it really is a manifestation of your own thought process. Um, and again, that's more of a mental aspect of what's affecting you from being the best you can be, because at the end of the day, you have to be enough for yourself. Right. You have to believe in yourself and it's one thing to say it but it's another to take the actions and take stepping stones to really know your worth so you have to take a step back and uh, constructive criticism of yourself is always a good thing but mm-hmm. you really have to just be mindful that failure is experience right right so you never really lose you learn that's exactly so right. apply yourself in a way where okay i 
decided that I'll go for a jog today and it went horribly wrong. <laughs> mm. Like I mentioned before, for me with my initial start um, and, and getting into jogging and getting right. myself into a good state of being yeah. uh, physically, not just mentally, uh, I realized that, you know, in that moment, it was a fear mm. because the fear was me going out here, not being able to accomplish and finish be mm. worrying about how people were going to look at me coming out yeah. with me at that point in the time, just being mm-hmm. overweight as big as I've ever been in my life for yeah. me. And I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, you might be thinking self-consciously that, you, you know, especially if you're because of where you run, you know, of course, you know, people, people watching wouldn't be able to tell, but you you're running on the sidewalk. There's cars passing you all up and down the street constantly. Mm-hmm. So there are people who are seeing you run. There are people yeah. who are constantly, you're constantly on a stage when you're exercising, right? Absolutely. You have people, yeah. strangers who are driving their cars who are, you feel as though they're holding you accountable to be able to run past them because they're yeah. driving past you. And I'm, I'm sure there might be eye contact a couple of times. You're like, oh, they saw me. So I got to keep running. Yes. I got to keep running. But yes. how difficult was it initially to get over that fear of, of being judged, of falling flat on your face, of, of carrying all that weight? What, what did that fear feel like? Uh, it, it just sets in that seed, if you let it right where I felt it, uh, from the moment that I realized change had to occur, that's when the fear was there. Because again, it, it all resonated with me not feeling as if I was enough at that time, because of what I was going through. And events that happened made me feel like I was I was failing at life mm. like at life entirely right and and that wasn't the case it just things wasn't going the way I thought it should have been going mm. right so it's about you know analyzing those things too and then realign your perspective as to your direction of what you're trying to accomplish where you want to go and what are realistic expectations for you to create to get there mm-hmm. for me that process of that growth the fear was overwhelming uh, because what happened for me is like it interjected uh, an overview of my life and it was like oh man i am at a place where i'm uncomfortable where i feel like the smallest being in the universe um where i think i've mentioned to you outside of you know this before where I'll put it to you this way, how full fear is for me. Like you uh, are in a theater, right? Of your life. You have a performance that's gonna come on that's the biggest performance to ever be for you. You get ready, uh, you're behind the curtain, the light cuts on. Everyone in the audience is the world. Everyone's watching you at all times. So curtains open center stage someone's there but it's not you i'm the one pulling the curtain because Mm -hmm. i'm too afraid to go step on the stage and just be the best me i can be Mm -hmm. because i'm so afraid of what everyone is going to think of me because i didn't think i was even worth enough to step in the front of the stage and in in truth in essence that is my truth where Mm -hmm deep inside I've always felt at that point in time in my life I wasn't enough mm. so because of that I aim for perfection in the wrong way mm. where everything I did 
had to be perfection. Mm. Um, part of it is a little bit of OCD that I, you know, deal with. And that's actually something that I don't ever really talk to people about. So I'm putting that yeah, out there. You've, too. Never, you've never spoken to me about that. I, no, I, I, yeah. This is the place to do it. Yeah, that's exactly. a part of conquering fears mm. um, where that's something I, I consciously work on to understand, hey, it's okay. Mm. I just have to be enough for me. Mm. Right. That's the start, starting point of conquering those fears. And then that manifests itself into all areas, whether it's uh, for your career, uh, your relationship, uh, mm-hmm. personal development, right? And in, in any, any area. Um, and for me, that's what it was about. So when I was out there and those cars were passing me initially on that first day, mm-hmm. yeah, I everybody that went by, I looked and like, man, I looked down, I'm just sweating, I'm drenched. Mm-hmm. And then I said, hey, Will, this feeling that you're feeling right now, this fear, mm-hmm. keep that same thing bottled in. Mm-hmm contain it lock it inside this mm-hmm. jar phys- figuratively mm-hmm. put it here because that is going to be part of your purpose right mm-hmm. this moment because no one else even probably remembers seeing me right they don't know who the heck i was they'll probably yeah, never they'll see you again never see me again yeah. um but let me tell you what happened mm-hmm. i finished it mm-hmm. i continued forward because i believed in myself enough to know that it's time for me to take center stage. Mm. So I'm going to get out there. I may get booed off the stage, possibly, but guess what? I'm going to just be right there. You keep throwing mm-hmm. what you need to throw, but this is my life. This is my mm-hmm. play. So I finished it. And when I got back, I was, I felt so good about myself mm. because I mattered in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't let that fear overcome me because I just felt as though I was worth it. I really did. And that was the beginning of the, the, the transformation that I need to get me to grow and to be who I'm becoming today, mm-hmm. part of my awakening, right? Um, so it's important to keep all of those things in mind because sometimes you just don't know. You really don't know unless you really apply yourself, what you got inside. You got to be willing to give it, give you the best that you deserve. How can we give someone else the best of us at all times, but we don't even give it to ourselves? Yeah. Come on, guys. Like, really think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself in, in 24 hours of a time frame, how much of you that you're actually dedicating to yourself outside of what you're giving to everyone else, mm-hmm. right? Right. And um, what could you do about that to change and make time for you mm-hmm. to address these fears that you have to be better for you? Because the reality of it is, is if you're better for yourself, everyone else around you is going to benefit Everyone else around you is going to see that glow. They're going to notice the change. They're going to notice the fearlessness. Uh, they're going to notice how courageous you are any and everything you do because you understand self-worth. Mm-hmm. You understand self-love and self-care. All those sort of factors matter as tools to help you conquer your fears. Mm-hmm. So again, conquering your fear doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to break through whatever that was. It, it's the ability to not stand still, mm. stability to keep moving forward. Mm. And whatever that is, you will break in time. Mm. You will break in time. And that's what you have to put in your mind is stepping stones to get to where you want to be. Mm. But you got to take the first step. And more importantly, because you're worth it for you, mm. nobody else for you. And I assure you, everyone else in your life, one or two things will happen. They will get out of the way. 
because if they're not at that point in their life where they understand it, yep. it's going to, you know, they're going to pull back because it's new to them. It's foreign to them. Right. But you know what's going on here. You mm-hmm. know that it's time because you're ready. So you're going to move forward in that regard. Right. And what's the other part is going to happen. Those who are like minded will resonate and join you in that process. They're going to support you. They're going to want you to be the best version that you can be. They're going to uplift you when you have those moments of insecurity and say, hey, you matter. You got this. We got this. We're worth it. We versus me mentality. This is what we're going to do because this is what we're on. Right. So keep in mind, those sort of things is what's important for me and tools that I use every day to address the what the fears that I face. And that's does not say I don't face them because we we face them at all times different variations of them i just choose to fight them because i'm worth it and i use Mm -hmm. the tools to get me through it and uh that's my take on fear the concept of what that can be and how you can go about it right so just think about those things and at this point in it and you know as we have in this episode you know drop them below drop some comments below you know if this if you if you you know you you you're resonating with any of this of what Jay's saying or what I'm saying um, of times that you've had that happen where, you know, you just, you know, you, you have a fear that maybe you feel is just something you can't break through. You know, this is what we're here for, where you just never know. You have to see and know that you have a whole support system here of people who are going through the exact same thing. Maybe, maybe a different variation of it, but we all, no fear yeah right you know i mean it's it's funny you say this because you know the one thing that helped me get over my fear of failure honestly was was self-doubt now i don't i don't say that to tell you all that you should 100 doubt yourself with anything that you do in life but the way i use my own self-doubt is this motivation to push me through and and prove even myself wrong even though deep down in my mind, I am fully aware that I can conquer the things that I put my mind to. I like to, I like to drop that little seed, that little nugget of self-doubt into me because what it does is it motivates me to prove myself wrong. I'll give you, I'll give you two examples. Um, one of those examples came when I was, you know, back in high school and look, I'm a, I'm a huge football head, right? I love the sport. I love the game. Um, but going into my freshman year, I had no experience with organized football at all. You know, growing up, growing up in Maryland as a child, you know, we back on the street where I lived on on Hewitt Avenue. All we did was play football every day, whether it's football, basketball, whatever. We were active kids, uh, but football was my calling. I'm a, I'm a bigger dude. So I, I loved running over the smaller kids. It was <laughs> it was the one thing. It was the one thing I was known for because I was, you know, I, I got to give a shout out to Sean Brown, man, because he he's the one that really helped me get to to believe in myself and understand that I can use my body in this particular sport to to be successful. Because, again, I was a bigger guy, but I had quicker feet because I, I played soccer like I, I played soccer when I was younger. So I was, I was rather light on my feet for my size and. He taught me how to be able to use my strength, to use my size to, to benefit myself. And like I said, you know, 
growing up, I love running over to younger folks. And I was, I still had, I had quickness, I had speed out, all that good stuff. But when I got to high school, I lacked an experience. I never played organized football. I didn't know what plays were. I don't, I don't know what the six hole is. I don't know what a gap. Is. I don't know any of that. I didn't know a thing. So what I, what I continued to tell myself was, well, you're, you're always going to come last in this race. You're never going to start. You're never going to get any playing time. You should probably go back to locker room, give the coach your pads, take your cleats, throw them out, just say you're not worth it. You're not doing this. So whenever I plant that seed in my mind, I upset my own self. I motivate my own self to conquer those goals. So each and every time I was, I was, I was faced with adversity, whether it was going against somebody bigger, um, you know, somebody older, somebody more experienced. I had that in my mind. I, I told myself I would not be beaten. I told myself I would not be conquered. I will not quit. Even if I fall, I'm getting back up and I'm running through you. And that's what I did. It, it allowed me to get to start on the offensive line my sophomore year. I was the only sophomore to start on the varsity squad. I was the only sophomore on the varsity squad. So that propelled me my senior year to win both the athlete of the year award and the football award my senior year. So I, I fell in love with the ability of doubting myself, but knowing that I'm going to push through. My other example was when I was, uh, again, it was, this was in college. This was my freshman year of college and it had to do with, with powerlifting. Um, again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not the biggest guy. I think at that time I was about 212 pounds or so. Um, and I was competing against two gentlemen, um, real, real cool guys, but they were also big. They were strong. They were, they were bigger than me for sure. Um, I think one guy was 260, one guy was 270. So here I am in the heavyweight class at about 215, 220. <laughs> These guys are 50, 60 pounds heavier than me. So I'm like, there's the guys, no man. way. There's no way I'm going to win, right? So I kept telling myself, Jamal, I know you work out a lot. I know you love exercise, but give it up. This ain't you. This ain't for you. You got scoliosis. You got bad knees. You got bad hips. All that stuff. This ain't for you. So that self-doubt again propelled me to to not only prove to everybody there that I was pound for pound the strongest guy in that room that night but I was able to win the first yeah. ever award there I was able to win the first competition that we had in terms of of powerlifting this is at Penn State Harrisburg and um with those experiences that I have I take them with me now with everything else I do, whether it's work, whether it's this podcast, whether it's Acromus in general. And I, I use that self-doubt to motivate me to prove myself wrong. And again, this, it, it could help for you. It may not help for you. I don't, I don't suggest it if you're in a bad state of mind because it might push you down more. But what I find myself doing is being able to prove people wrong just by my work ethic and just by my ability to push through that pain to be able to see success. So that's how I, that's how I face my fear. Every single day, I plan to see the doubt so that I can conquer it myself, already knowing in the back of my mind that I can do it, but I give myself that extra motivation to push through. That's awesome. That's, uh, those are, uh, you know, true testaments and uh you know uh <laughs> i definitely uh had the privilege to, to be a part of the college portion and just know when that went down it was yeah like, man ecstatic yeah i know i, call, I called you man <laughs> I called my pops man i was 
I was through the roof because again, I looking back on it, I had no chance. I don't know. I, and, and to this day, what's funny is adrenaline is a hell of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. But one thing that I think put me over was the squat. And I, at that time, I squatted 515 pounds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm 215. So that, that's pretty good, right? <laughs> but, but the thing that really put me over was the 47 reps of 225 on the squat. That's the thing that I've never been able to replicate since that night. Since that night, there was not it's, another day in my life. And this was, <laughs> man, this was about eight years ago now. Uh-huh. Yeah. A little longer take. than that. <laughs> and I have yet to replicate that on the squad. I can't, I can barely get 20 now. <laughs> I can barely get 25 or 30. But that night I got 47 reps and I could have probably gone for more. It's, it's crazy what your mind can make your body do. Absolutely. Insane. You're absolutely Insane. right. Um, so I guess like how what 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 would you say jay for for those um of our chromis uh family out there who uh maybe still have that doubt where it's like really psychological in a way that it's so bad for them that is preventing them from even jumping the hurdle to take the step like how do you how do you work on yourself to trust yourself enough mm-hmm. to do so and then to maintain that? Mm. What would you say? I would say the goals that you have set for yourself, you should break them down. Um, I think once things are broken down to a granular level, you're much able to build up momentum as you are conquering your fears or you're getting closer to your goals. I think when people see like I have to lose 50 or 60 pounds in six months, they see, they, they just look at the 60 pounds down and they don't necessarily pay attention to the journey. They don't, they don't take the time to, you know, to change their diet in a way that it's not going to literally cripple them. Um, they, they don't, they don't take the time to understand how you can efficiently and effectively lose weight and also keep that weight off. Um, they just look at that big number and what happens is that they, as they continue to push forward, let's say they may lose five or six pounds, they, for whatever reason, fold in within themselves because either they, they doubt they can continue or they celebrate too early or they don't have that mindset that, that they thought they had to propel them to continue to lose the weight. And I think it comes down to building habits. When, when I mean building habits, I'm talking about something that you feel is so automatic, that's so predictable in your mind, that if you don't do that specific thing, you feel strange that day. An example would be brushing your teeth. Like, can you imagine waking up one morning, you go through the same routine you had the same habits that you've had over the past, however long you've been doing it. You wake up, you wash your face, you brush your teeth, you take a shower, you get dressed, you do whatever you do. Now, one of those days, you you put you push something else in, or you take something out, or you don't. Like say, for example, you don't brush your teeth. That entire day is thrown off for you because you just disrupted a habitual behavior. Yes. Now, imagine if instead of brushing your teeth. Let's say, for example, it was I, I have a goal of doing 100 pull-ups. 
instead of brushing your teeth that day, Sorry, instead of it's, brush your teeth, please. That's not please. what I meant. <laughs> I mean, you got to keep the curly whites white, right? <laughs> After you brush your teeth, instead of maybe checking your phone or doing something that may not be as productive, you hop on, you hop on the, the, the door hinge or something, or you do, you do something that mimics a pull-up. You do five reps. You give yourself five reps. You continuously do that every morning. After, after a couple of weeks, you move that up to 10. After a couple of weeks, you move that up to 15. What happens is that even your body gets used to the habit and your body gets stronger. All of a sudden, what felt painfully like five, you're now doing, you're now doing 30, 40, or 50 without even breaking a sweat. Yeah. And that's, that's the beauty of it. So I would say for those who are still being absolutely smashed by fear, just take it one step at a time. If it is if it is stage fright, just practice talking in front of your mirror, practice giving a speech to nobody, practice recording, hearing yourself talk, because that's that's one thing that a lot of people don't like too. they don't like to hear themselves speak. They don't like to record and listen to themselves, um, you know, on your phone or, or wherever you're like, oh, my God, my voice sounds like that. That's all. Yeah. But yeah. once you continue to do that, you start getting used to it. You start building a habit. It becomes second nature. You can, you find yourself finishing sentences. You'll find yourself getting over maybe a, a, um, a, a stutter habit that you may have had before because you're starting to become more comfortable. You're starting to, to build up that callus in terms of public speaking. So whatever that fear is that you have that is crippling that for whatever reason you just can't get past today, just take it step by step until you become much better at it. And I guarantee you, once you continue building those habits along the way, it becomes easier, you become better, and life becomes more fulfilling. Awesome. I think, uh, I think it's well said. Uh, totally agree. Uh, I feel as I shared earlier, um, my, my point of views on it as well, mm -hmm. um, where you, you know, you build those healthy habits and, um, you know, you, you make sure that you're constant in it in order to sustain it the way you need to on a day-to-day -day basis. Because I think another key factor is to remember in this process of dealing with fears to not get ahead because we really are only, you know, we only really have this moment now in time. Mm -hmm. Like no other moment in time is, 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 is guaranteed to you other than the second you have. So if you take it in a very simplistic way and you just go with the flow of what you can control and you just deal with it in that manner mm -hmm. as you're addressing those issues or those barriers that you need to break through, you'll get there with consistency, patience, yep. and, and just with time that we're fortunate enough to receive. I think it really just comes down to that, you know, kind of it being that simple, Jay, for me, um, you know. So I think, uh, you know, it's only fair at this point for us to ask our Chromas fans, you know, let us know, you know, what, give us an example below of a time where you had to overcome fear, the real fear of any kind. Yep. You know, just one moment where you, you actually accomplish it. Because here's the thing, we all have, we all have those moments. Yeah. It, gets me, it may seem simple. It may seem like a, something that wasn't really worth recognizing, but those are wins. Yeah. 
recognize every moment that you have that you've conquered something that you may think is small because at the end of the day it's all on the same scale so you want to reward yourself as much as how hard you are on yourself about Mm -hmm. your shortcomings Mm -hmm. i think it's really important to do that so i think this is a great opportunity for you to think about that you know go inside yourself and see what you pull out Mm -hmm. share it with us let us know we both we both giving you a uh, examples of, of, of moments for us where you know we push through mm-hmm. and we face real fears yeah. and uh, I'm sure you've had the same occur as well we know we, we, we know it to be the case because we we are all dealing with it every day Part I'm sure somebody's dealing has dealt with it before even listening to this episode yeah. and hey I mean if you've got if you made it this far with us number one we want to thank you this yes, and this thank has you. been a great conversation as it always is every week. And we thank you again for tuning in. So yes. a way that we can give back to you this week, especially if you stayed on this long, you'll know that you have the option and opportunity to DM us, hit yes. us up on Instagram, hit us up on the acromus at gmail.com. And you can let us know what type of fear you've been able to overcome in your life that completely changed your life. And I tell you what, if you send us these DMs, we will make a post about it. That's right. We will make a post on our page featuring your fear that you've overcome, that you overcame in your past. We will literally put a post. We will tag you in it. We'll give you credit for sharing and the community will learn about this. This is what we're all about. We're about communication. We're about giving back. We're about community. And we want to thank you for sticking with us this long. And if you did, you'll get that gem and you'll have that opportunity to share your story, not just with us, but with everybody else out there who wants to know about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and who knows, maybe for someone, this may be a fear of exposure. That That is exactly right. <laughs> so this is uh, no better yeah. time than now. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. We cannot Absolutely. wait to hear. We cannot wait to hear you. And, you know, it's it's it, it's something that I love about habitual behavior is that it becomes it becomes so easy. You know what I mean? Like when again, yeah. I, I bring I always bring up the toothpaste example. Um, I always I also bring up the example of a child, right? <laughs> when a baby is first born, you know, they're, they, they start getting to the crawling phase and then they start getting to the walking phase. But in between that, they fall on their butt so many times, literally, right? How many times have we figuratively fallen on our asses and decided, yes. oh, that's it for me. I'm done. <laughs> back home. Imagine if a baby said the first time that baby fell on his ass, that baby was like, dad, I'm not walking. I don't like it. <laughs> I, I tried to stand up. You saw me. I fell on my ass. That's it. I'm done. I'm never going to try to walk again. No, yep. they get right back up. And do it again, and they fall right back down. Get into it, right back up, and they fall right back down. (laughs) Eventually, they're able to walk. It might look like a little waddle, and they might be a little bit unstable, and their head bobbing all over the place. But what happens is that they continue to get better, and then eventually, they're at an age enough where they're able to run. And you you see what I mean? With Mm -hmm. just that habitual behavior with that approach to life that a baby has of never giving up because they don't even know what giving up is they don't even know that they're trying they're just they're just standing back up falling back down 
if you had that approach in your life, you can't tell me that you wouldn't be able to conquer your fears. You can't tell me that you won't be able to build habits that can mold your future. You can't tell me that. That's just think like a baby. Keep that in mind. (laughs) Keep that in mind. Just keep that example in mind. Think about it when you see your child falling on their butt and then getting right back up again without without even asking, right? Without looking at you and say, dad, I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired of trying to walk. I don't want to do this anymore. Honestly, if your baby could talk to you like that at that age, that's incredible. But, but that's my point. Have that approach in life to building habits. You're going to fall. It's not going to work out immediately. But you keep going. You keep building it. You keep doing it until it becomes absolutely easy so that you can actually run towards your dreams. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. Jay, you know, uh, lock in that baby logic yeah. um, and see where it takes you, you know? Yes. So um, I think hashtag uh, baby, baby. Yeah, that right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I think that, you know, I think we could bring this to a conclusion yeah. where, uh, you know, we, we, we have some, some healthy habits that we can use, some tools that we've shared to, to, to be able to deal with your fears um, and know that there's a whole uh, you know, support system out here because we're all in it together, you know, Absolutely. and that's just what we, that's where we are. Yep. So I think um, being able to address that will kind of allow us to, to kind of focus on where next week's episode is going to take us into where, uh, you know, you know, how do you want to properly mold, you know, your future? Like what sort of habits do you set up for that? Like, what do you do to get you in the direction you want to go? So we know that conquering the fear it's only going to accelerate us there. What'd you say, Jay? What'd you think? That's absolutely right. I think, I, I think when it comes to molding, again, it takes time, right? Mm-hmm. It, takes, it takes the baby logic. It takes falling on your ass over and over again. That's- it takes getting through those painful times so that the, the end becomes easier. So again, look, happy Sunday, man. Yes, happy what, Sunday, everyone. What a blessing. I mean, you... You guys are amazing. We can't say that enough. You guys are amazing. We mean that to the bottom of our heart that you took the time out this Sunday to listen to us. And we want you to do the same next Sunday when we understand more about baby logic. Hashtag baby. I I mean, I can't even believe the thing now. Hashtag baby logic. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I mean that that's that's the way we're on. That's the way we're on. Hashtag baby logic. All right. Absolutely. (laughs) Until next Sunday, man. Stay blessed, stay energized, stay motivated, stay productive, and continue to build those healthy habits. I am J.H. Gibbons. And I am Will C. Peace. Peace.